Well, Sydney's western suburbs are on high alert after a second shooting in as many nights. Last night, a 29-year-old man was taken to hospital with gunshot wounds. This follows the shooting of a 27-year-old man on Tuesday night. He was reportedly sitting in a car when two men came up to the vehicle and opened fire. Police say it has all the hallmarks of another gangland hit, with three burnt-out cars later found nearby after the attackers fled the scene. For more, I'm joined by former New South Wales police detective Peter Moroni. Good morning to you. Good morning, Matt. So police established this task force, Magnus, just a few months ago in response to the shootings. We've had two in two nights. How do they get on top of this? Look, it's, it's a long road, Nat. When you form a strike force, and particularly in terms of what the focus of that strike force will be, if it's a reactive strike force in terms of looking to identify and capture the perpetrators from the last shootings, that's its focus. It'll have a proactive arm. It's moving through volumes of electronic evidence, surveillance evidence, witness evidence, and all of that unfortunately takes time. And the more that strike force goes on for, the more resources that are ploughed into it, uh, unfortunately, fatigue does kick in with some of the investigators and off we go again. Have they got enough resources, the police? Yeah, look, in terms of what I've seen in terms of Strike Force Magnus, I understand they've got around 100 plus officers. So that, that, wow. is, that is quite a, a fair few. Plus, I'll have a number of support arms to that, whether that be through surveillance or other means. The real hub of the problem is potentially the, the, the drug problem in southwest Sydney. We're buying and uh, we're buying for control. They're buying for coordinating that drug trade where there's a lot of money. And it goes back to that simple adage that where there is drugs, money and power, there's always going to be crime wrapped around that. So this is not going away anytime soon? Look, no, unfortunately. And the problem with this is, as we saw with those three burnt-out cars... Other people, I mean, they haven't in this circumstance, but other people in the rest of Sydney can be hurt by this. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that people are starting to get concerned about. A lot of people can take a step back and go, look, I'm not involved in the drug trade and therefore obviously I'm not likely to be shot or killed. But what happens is that the more brazen these shootings are becoming, the more unchecked they're becoming, then more likelihood there will be that perhaps at some point a civilian will be caught up either in the crossfire or, or wrongly identified. And that's why police would be working so hard to try to shut down these issues as quick as they can before that unfolds. And are they stealing getaway cars from other parts of Sydney? So if you think, oh, oh well, I don't live in southwestern Sydney, this is not going to affect me, but it might. Yeah, that's a really good point. You know, everyone goes, well, I don't live around the, the Auburn, southwest Sydney areas, and, and you might live some distance away. But we're seeing in terms of the vehicles that have been dumped uh, into, and, and put a light to, to destroy any evidence, as you rightly say, now, that could get put off several suburbs away and that's where you find people coming across those we've seen incidents in the past where bystanders have started to film those people dump those getaway cars be assaulted by them and that's where the greater danger can come to the community yeah it has long tentacles doesn't it okay let's look at melbourne because it's just not happening in sydney unfortunately another house shot up in melbourne overnight a teenager hit in his bed the other night uh is this a gangland war arcing up again in Melbourne? Yeah, look, it's, in terms of what I understand about the shooting, it's still quite uh, early days, or sorry, quite early hours after the shooting, so a lot of that would start to be put together, uh, trying to be put together in terms of whether it is part of a larger uh, arching over-organised crime issue or perhaps it is a more of a local one-on-one -on -one issue. Um, that will come out definitely over the next 
24 hours. So why are we seeing this in Sydney and Melbourne? It feels like we we hadn't for a while and now we are all of a sudden. Yeah, it's a, it's a good question to ask. Now. And there's a number of things that can come into play there and depends on whether we talk about the, the organised crime uh, level of issues. At the centre of it is always going to be drugs and the control of those drugs. And we've seen the struggle for power go through, for example, through the 90s in Tilopia Street in Sydney. We've had all of the um, shootings in Melbourne over the years and that's all around tussling control. Whoever has the greater control controls the drugs, controls the money. But the problem is they'll exert a level of uh, violence to maintain that control. So if you want to come and get it from me, then you've got to come in and be more violent to get over the top of me and take that. And that's what we start to see. Peter Moroni, thank you for your time. Pleasure. Thank you.